guys. We are here again. We are here again. And it's me, Keith. <laughs> and Jessica with husband and wife learning life. I guess um, we are don't have a topic for today, guys. <laughs> Keith's been sick. I've been okay, but then tonight my legs just all of a sudden got really, really sore, so we are just kind of winging it here. He's probably in worse shape than I am, but so I guess we can start off with the three things that we are thankful for. Um, I'm just thankful for just, um, just that I'm just lucky to, enough to have, like, I don't know how often I say this, but just, just at least just one good friend, um, in my life. Um, um, I've just been really thankful for Stellan lately. Um, I don't know why, because... Stellan is our son. Yep. Um, he's just... He's been coming to life, life a little bit more and, to me, and I don't know. I've just been feeling like I've been developing more of a bond with him lately. Um, I don't know if it's just a weird thing with guys that takes them longer to bond with their, with their sons or kids or whatever, but... So, yeah. Is that why you've been kicking me out lately? <laughs> yep. Kicked the wife out so we can have father and son time. Teach him things that... that um. gir girls would be like, no, don't teach him that. But, anyways. Um, I've just been thankful... Thankful again, just for... Um... I have a lot of peace about, um like just going into counseling and that's just been a thing that that I feel like the Lord's laid on my heart um but I obviously can't go out and do do counseling you you need you can probably volunteer but as a job job wise you need some kind of a degree like if I wanted to do Christian counseling I would need an associate's um, and then, but where I really want to be is marriage and family counseling, and you need a master's degree, which that would take about eight, eight years. You're not going to sit us down and give us a talk the way that you would do married couple, are you? When you get to that point. Well, honey, I've just figured these things out, and I think we need to sit down and talk about them. I'm pretty sure that not anybody... <laughs> if you ever talk like that, I th I would just crack up laughing, and I don't know if I would take you seriously. Honey, I already do counseling with people, and you <laughs> you don't like it when I do it, so you just... So you're just I don't like, like it when you counsel people? No, because, like, like, I read emotions very well, and when I start to re read some of yours, you're just like... No, you don't like don't. it when I don't like it when you counsel me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You're not my counselor. You're my husband. <laughs> and if I, you know, I ask you, I ask you if I want, if I want to understand something more, and I 
can't think of anything. I usually come and I ask you what you think I'm feeling or what you think about a situation. Yeah. It's rare, but you do. <laughs> See? Uh, one thing I am thankful for, um, I don't know what they're called. Uh, they are helmets for babies who have a kind of a flat spot in their head. And so what the helmet does, it is formed to fit their head. They they put, um, you lay your baby down in a scanner and it scans their head so that they know what they're working with and the dimensions and the width and all that stuff. And they make a custom made helmet just for your child so that it grows with your child like as you're like it's so that if they're laying in the same positions it's not it gives their it gives room for the child's flat spot to grow and Stalin kind of started late we were kind of um he started around nine months eight nine months when he got his stop playing with those things with your toes <laughs> I don't even have to interrupt her. She does it to herself. <laughs> I'm, I'm good at interrupting. Stop it. <laughs> Maybe we should talk about irritations today. <laughs> Your wife's got a long list for me. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Um, so, they make it in such a way so that it has, um, open pockets so that where the flat, ha- flat spot is so it can grow. And, um, so he is out of it now and he doesn't need it anymore. And I really wish we went when he was like six months, but they did say that even he did start late, but he did show a lot of growth and a lot of like... Like, it was really good um, for the time that we brought him in. So, they're supposed to be at, like, 6 millimeters or below, 6 point something. Um, and he was at 8. So, he was really, really close. And he started at, like, 15.6. And it was, like, really close to severe. But the thing is, it used to be a lot worse than that. Um, I thought it was actually better Um but, like, when he was, like, six months, it was horrible. Like, it would have been, in like, yeah, really bad. But I'm thankful for cranial helmets. Uh, they're called cranial helmets. They're probably called something else, too. But I'm really thankful for them and just helping babies' heads grow in the appropriate spots. Mm-hmm. Um, and another one, Stellan has been starting to, like, he's so close to crawling, and we're so thankful for that, and he's making progress, and I'm just really happy with it, um, just seeing that he, he's getting there, and he's getting close, we went, I went I brought him to a program called Early On, and it's to help, like, see where he's at, and 
someone's going to be coming out once a month to work with him, and they said that he was slower with some things. Um, a lot of the things, he was only, like, two months behind. Um, talking, he's, like, at, like, five months, and I think that's the one thing that they're pretty concerned about, and they did say that once, like, they do see him using his wrist in, like, um, with, like, sitting up and everything, and he's, like, gaining those muscles, and, like, by the time he's doing that, he's gonna start feeding himself. He'll probably feel more applicable to do that. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Um, I'm just excited to... I'm, I'm wondering how they're gonna work with him with, like, helping him speak or help him get to that, like, help him with that. Um, if you guys know anything, like, your kid, your baby struggled with that, or is, um, wasn't reaching that milestone as quickly as other babies, and you had a professional help you, and then it helped your child, like, uh, please let us know. I would, I would love to, like, I'll probably look up online and everything, but, um, if you've been through that, and I would like to hear from you that would be really nice even if it's not a professional and you guys and they were slower and and techniques that have that worked um we'd like to hear those too it doesn't always have to be from a professional um standpoint mm -hmm. you have one more i have one more no, I said three. What was your third one? I said counseling, mm -hmm. Stellan, mm -hmm. and best friend. Mm. I'm sorry you missed that, honey. <laughs> I'm... I'm thankful for... learning how... Um, this is going to be a really kind of weird one. I'm, I'm thinking about car carbohydrates <laughs> and blood sugar and like under, like learning how to understand what it does and how it affects your body. And carbohydrates are basically sugar. And um, you might think that what I'm talking about is like kind of like talking about a diet and everything. But like I've been listening or reading the book Body Love by Kelly Levesque. And she talks a lot about, like, blood sugar and your body can't handle more than one tablespoon of sugar, like, carbohydrates at a time. And also, carbs are carbs, whether it is cake or a quinoa or something really healthy or something that doesn't seem as healthy to another person. So, carbs are carbs. And I found out, like, it's, like, 14.3 grams is one tablespoon and if you check um your label the carbohydrates if it's like seven and then it has a dietary fiber and it's like three that would make it like four like three of them you would actually take the carbohydrates and then minus the the fiber i can't remember why but um whatever the number is left, which is four, and that's how much carbohydrates, like, go into your body, and, and that's how you, like, in, like, 
and knowing that that's blood sugar and it's just been really helping me like learning about the blood sugar and um and everything and I've been like reading labels different and so sorry our cat just opened up our closet door dragon oh no it's Jasper she wants to know where we were <laughs> she likes to try to open this door she's silly all right that's my third one well, she, yeah. It's probably because it's late at night and she's lit and she's usually in bed <laughs> bed with you curling up to you. <laughs> yeah, she sleeps with me every single night. She I won't even see I won't even hardly see her when I'm home alone, but as soon as Jessica comes home she's like popping up trying trying to get her to come to the bedroom to curl up. <laughs> She's the cuddle bug. She can be a cuddle bug. So, yeah. Hmm. Are we going to talk about irritations? Or are we going to talk about something else? <laughs> mm-hmm. Something else. <laughs> the way you're sounding. Um, we were going to make a list of random things and then put them in like in pieces of paper and then pick one out we didn't do that that's how much of a winging it we are doing this thing hmm. yeah it's um something that's like come up this week is just like um like we're getting like a bunch of work in and a couple a couple of my friends that I work with they they have gotten sick as uh, as now I'm starting to get sick. Um, so we're going through this whole thing and we're not sure like whether we should like for our own health sake, we're like, you know, we should probably stay home, but there's not a whole lot of workers there to cover us. Um, and, and the owner sometimes he acts like we want he wants us to stay home because he doesn't want to get sick but at the same time he also wants us to come in to work so it's it's kind of a funny situation to be in because it's like you know we always feel like well you're damned if you do or damned if you don't so we just um i've always i've always just went into work just toughed it out unless I just really feel like I cannot function and you know like driving down the roads like a danger and I usually have to have a pretty high high fever before I get to that point so it's just I don't know I don't know like some some jobs are like I I feel like very few jobs these days are will will let want you to stay home they just kind of are like just tough it out and even though they don't say that because i because i think some some companies probably would get in a lot of trouble if they did that but especially if something happened um but they but i think the new norm is is 
is whether they say it or not is to tough it out and go to work which i mean my mom my mom showed me that with with how how much she went to work even when she was sick but she but if like the roads were terrible or if i was really sick they would really want me to stay home um but but yeah and all three of us kind of have I guess me Scott and Stephanie Erba all said that you know we've all stayed home at one point but at the same time we're like yeah we should really be at work but I just feel I just I, f- I feel like it's a very American standard okay. what do you think honey I don't know I don't work there. Well, what do you think about the concept of of going to work when you're sick? Um, I actually did that all the time. Um, before I started working at my current job, um, I worked at as a I'm okay. Uh, oh, she must be getting sick too. Uh-uh. <laughs> Don't put that on me. Um, I worked at the hotel at a hotel, and I cleaned rooms. I was a housekeeper. That's what it is. I was a housekeeper, and so. I don't know, I always just toughed it out because some days weren't really long and I know I needed the pay because I was living on my own and doing everything by myself. So, so yeah, um, the worst was when, um, yeah, I'm not going to go into that. Um, but yeah, when I was going through pain, I would go into work. Like, I'd have to be really bad to, like, call in. So... So, yeah, um, but then once I got this, um, job with the company that I'm currently in at, um, I started working second shift. That's where I started, because Keith actually used to work there at this place, and he recommended me, and I got the job, and it was a steady amount of pay, and I needed that, um, because we were getting married and we needed a steady amount of cash and flow to come in. Um, I wish I would have got it sooner because then we, I probably would have been able to do a little bit more for our wedding because that was around the time we were getting married. I got the job actually a month and a, a week or two before we got married. So, so yeah, but like, I think by the middle of the, so I got the job in December and then we got married in January and I think in like April or May or or was it March or May, like I was just having all these problems and I just couldn't function like mentally, physically, like anything. Well, that's just what I felt. And I think I went to urgent care, right? 
once and then I stayed home two or three days and I had to convince um one of them that I really had to stay home like the second day or like the last day um I I think like they did care but they cared more about there being workers and the workers being there and I also but that was when I realized that all my problems I believed all my problems were caused because I was on second shift I don't work well with second shift and also Keith was working first shift um Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday for 12 hours uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 12s, and then ever, sometimes I would have to go in on Sunday for four hours. Um, I mean, you think I wouldn't have a problem, but we were just married, and I mean, Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays were nice, but I felt like we couldn't, I couldn't enjoy our day together. I never could enjoy our day together, um, because I was always like, I have to go to work later. Like, how can I enjoy this day when I know I have to go to work later? And I think it was just, I was really unhappy at the job and I didn't like the job, um, or anything. But then in April, I was able to get into first shift, like the first shift. Um, and I, I would have to say I probably changed dramatically. Um, I just work better with first shift, um, and our schedules coincide a lot easier and coincided. And then he started working, um, the same hours that I was doing. So we'd be home at the same time. We'd be leaving at the same time, getting home at the same time. And then, then I got pregnant and then I didn't work there anymore. I left and then, I mean, that account. Um, in the company, and then I started working for Uber, and I did that for a couple months. We actually did pretty good, but, um... Yeah, you're the happiest when you're, when we're on the same schedule. And then he started working two jobs, and then I got sad again, um, because then I would never see him, and then after a while... Um, the second job that he was doing, I took, so it's still the same, but honestly, I feel like a lot better because, um, I don't feel a lot as much pressure with this account. It's the same company, but I don't feel as much pressure with this account. Um, and I still do a lot of details and a lot of things that I think a lot of people miss. Um... But I I work alone, and everyone is pretty much gone when I'm there. So the the other one I was like surrounded by people, like hundred like a hundred people. Okay, no, that's an exaggeration. Um, seventy, sixty, yeah, seventy. Probably at night, yeah. Um. And and this place is. When I worked there, people were just always complaining about everything. You, it's 
it was ridiculous the amount of complaining people did. I, I swear people didn't have nothing better to do than complain, and that's just... I mean, that's not a good atmosphere. I mean, people are doing their jobs. I mean, that should be enough, but people want to pick at little things, and, you know, so, I mean, I'd have... I'd have 10 or 20 people come up to me every night complaining about something um, when I was when I was a lead at the site she was at and you know I would try to take care of it as much as I could but after a while it just wears on you and you just can't do it anymore so mm. and that's kind of I mean every person I know that's been over there has gotten you know pretty much everybody that has been over there um has gotten depressed and left unless they they really didn't care about what people were saying and they just ignored them so yeah and where i work now the people that i kind of come in contact with they're actually really nice and i think one time one one of the guys that were where i uh, work um he was with another guy that was, I, I, I cleaned for consumers energy. So the guys come in and then they go out. So like sometimes I see a bunch of them and they're all over the place. And most of the time I only see a scarcity of them, but, um, a team came in and then they offered to buy, um, someone was selling chocolate in the office. And someone, like, for their kids, like, for a fundraiser. And he offered, he's like, hey, I'll buy you one. So I thought that was really nice. And that happens every once in a while. So, and they're just really considerate. And they ask me how I'm doing. And so, yeah, it's, uh, it's totally different than the other account that I worked at. And, and I work alone. And a lot of times I have my phone on and I listen to podcasts. My favorite right now is listening to Jenna Kutcher, um, Gold Digger. So I really love everything that she has to say and marketing tips and hearing the interviews that she does, but also like learning about like her life and like, and like her struggles and her triumphs. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we we don't have a goal for this podcast guys so it's kind of all over the place and I'm playing with this thing of yarn right now so I'm I don't think I can play with it because I cat's cradle <laughs> I messed it up too much <laughs> or a string or whatever blah 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 Sorry, this is very unintentional. Okay, what do you have to say? <laughs> so the, uh, my cat actually has a lot to say. She's meowing outside our door. Um, um, I just, I find, I find it very interesting, um, uh, like at work, um, like they're my boss um today was like was talking to me about 
being a lead and you know he said I I seemed very unhappy and so I just let him know um I just feel you know I feel like I'm wasting my time here um because whether I don't feel like good at my job or whatever because you know sometimes they come down hard on us and that sends like a message sometimes that you know you're not doing um a good job so um that was kind of my input like you know I don't feel like I'm doing a good job I don't know why you guys are trying want me to be a lead here um and it was uh it was kind of interesting because he kind of talked to me about it it's like well you're doing a good job Keith um, I can't like pat you on, I, I can't pat you back all, all the time, but me and me and my wife both think you're doing a good job. And so I just, I find it interesting to talk about. And then one of my friends who I've been complaining about my boss about, and he kind of like gave him subtle hints about some stuff. And then, and then I'm pulled back in there and talked, talked again and so he gave him hints that like you know I've been looking I was looking around for stuff and and you know so he goes and you know you know offered me some some more benefits to like I think try to appease me to get me to stay and I just I don't know it's and I told him I was like it, it was it's not about it's not about the money and and Jessica will tell you I'm not I'm not that type of person where I want to go I want I'll I'll do something just to get some some more money I mean I do we do need more money to live off of and it's it's a nice blessing but that's not what I go after when I go after jobs I go I go after more for satisfaction and I want to be happy at the place I work with ultimately even if it is less pay even though even though sometimes when I look at jobs um, online I'm not necessarily looking for new ones but it's just you know I know I know I'm not I'm not gonna want to do that the rest of my life so I so that's why I feel like the Lord's been leading me towards counseling because that's where I have peace about and that's where I know I'm gonna be happy with you know, whether I'm with this job and I do this lead for the next couple of years um, and stick with that, or if I do something else in the meantime, you know, it's it's really just, I, f I feel like it's based on my decisions, but there are like, I guess there's like some, some decisions would be wiser for me and that's kind of what I'm looking out at and being patient about right now whether I should you know stick it out learn some stuff or or you know or if I would be happier in a different environment and job or if this is just kind of the type of jobs until you get a degree this is what you're gonna this is what you're gonna find mm. I don't have anything else left to say. No, okay. Not, not today. Well, 
And then I was tired and we wanted to do a podcast and now I'm awake and she looks like she's about ready to drop. So, <laughs> but thanks guys for listening. Yeah. Thanks. We'll catch you in two weeks. It's so long. We missed you. Bye-bye. Farewell. Goodbye. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know. A deer, a female deer. <laughs> <laughs>